Hello and welcome back. Today we are talking about anger and in particular anger rules and what they are and how we might use them. So when it comes to anger, the first thing that we need to acknowledge is that anger is okay. It's perfectly valid for us, for our children, for anyone to feel angry. All feelings are okay, but it's what we do next with them that really, really matters. So it's okay to feel angry, but maybe it's not okay to spit or shout or kick or be unkind to ourselves or hurt things or hurt people. Or, you know, there's lots of things that can come out of anger that aren't okay. But anger itself is a good, important, healthy, valid feeling. Anger needs to be heard. So we need to find ways of doing that safely with our child. When we don't allow anger to be heard, then it turns to turn in on itself or come out at moments when we're not expecting or wanting it. So what can be really helpful is if you have a child who is regularly experiencing big feelings of anger and you're not sure that you can keep them or you or things completely safe in these moments, at a time of calm, we can explore the idea of having some anger rules with them. Now, it's crucial that we do this at a time of calm. We can't be exploring anger rules and trying to go deep on this at a time when your child is angry or otherwise emotionally uh, kind of het up. Because in those moments, our brains are not tapped into our thinking, speaking, problem solving modes. We're on kind of high alert and all those big feelings overtake us and we just can't do thinking in those moments. So we're looking for a time of calm, a time when things are relatively calm and happy, when we can have a good conversation and do some decent problem solving with our child. Then we can have an open and honest conversation about anger. Actually, be curious about your child's anger. Let them know that you're not judging them, that you're not angry with them, but you want to learn more and you want to make sure that you can help to keep them and everything and everyone safe. So you'll know your child best, but I'd be looking at phrases to introduce this like, it must feel really hard when you get angry. I was hoping we could talk a little bit about how I can help you and how we can both stay safe in those moments. And then we're going to look at our anger rules together with our child and we're going to keep them super simple. Again, we want to create rules that work for you and work for your child and reflect the kind of situations that occur when your child gets angry. But I tend to go with very simply, it's okay to feel angry, but it's not okay to hurt people, to hurt things or to hurt yourself. That's it. Those are my anger rules. That is the entire sum of my expectations with these rules. With rules generally, I do think keeping them really simple means that we're much more able to adhere to them and it means we're better able to understand them and we're better able to draw on them at times of high stress. So it's okay to feel angry, but it's not okay to hurt people, hurt things or hurt yourself. Now, I'm just going to pick that apart a little bit looking at the word hurt because when we think about anger and tantrums or outbursts or meltdowns or whatever you might be seeing and whatever you might call it when we're thinking about hurt we might be thinking about physical hurt and of course that matters we are trying to avoid a situation where our child physically hurts people where they physically hurt things or where they physically hurt themselves but 
Hurt is a big topic and it's not just about physical hurt. Sometimes we don't hurt people with our fists and by physically lashing out. Sometimes we hurt people with our words and our actions and that can include hurting ourselves. So we might talk really unkindly about ourselves when we're angry or we might say really vicious things to other people. So going back to those anger rules, it's okay to feel angry but it's not okay to hurt people or things or yourself. This is about trying to ensure kindness at all times. And as my grandma always used to tell me, if we don't have something nice to say, maybe in this instance, we don't say anything at all. So we might try to keep those angry, hurtful words and thoughts and feelings to ourselves in those angry moments. It can be really interesting to explore with your child at a time of calm, when they're in a more kind and caring kind of mode, the sorts of things that we might say in the heat of the moment and why it's really important that we perhaps try not to say those things. And this is a very interesting one to pick up up because actually we want our child to be able to have open and honest conversations and explorations with us. But sometimes when we're angry, we say things and we do things just to hurt someone. And our only intention is to make them hurt because we're angry and hurt people hurt people. And so those words don't really reflect what we're thinking. Um, they're just there to hurt. So this can be something really interesting to explore with a child. And we often find that the remorse and regret that a child feels is much deeper about the things that they've said than the things that they've done. So explore this. And if need be, then this is the time to role model and practice a little bit of forgiveness too, because we can try to create these rules for situations moving forwards. But sometimes that can mean that we feel some guilt, some regret, some shame about the way that we've acted in the past. So You'll develop your own anger rules in the way that works best for you and for your child. You might add to them, you might change them. That's completely up to you. The things that will help this really, really work is to do it together with your child and to agree these rules and to share them with any significant adults who are supporting your child. So that there's a consistency of approach there. And in those moments of high distress, of anger, that your child can be reminded of those simple rules and that they always hear the same messages. It can also help to have a visual display of the rules. Perhaps you and your child can create something together that they can see. This is something that you then might refer to in the heat of the moment. Sometimes we're better able to process images and actually having them up, having them on display can help to hold us to account and remind us of those rules regularly too. And of course, it's important that we role model the use of the anger rules too. Our child will follow the rules better if they learn from us how that actually works in practice. And you might be thinking, well, I'm not really in the habit of going around and hitting things when I'm angry, but my healthy challenge to you would be, maybe you're not hurting people, maybe you're not hurting things, but do you ever hurt yourself with your words? Do you use unkind words to and about yourself when you're angry or upset? And is that something you might challenge yourself to do a little bit less of? You probably do it more than you realise. And every time you do that, not meaning to make you feel guilty, I do it too. But every time you do that, every time you speak really unkindly about yourself, call yourself stupid, for example, 
it sets an example to your child that it's okay to do that. So just be mindful of it. Start to notice it happening. And actually, this, again, can be a really, really great source of discussion with your child and something to maybe do a little bit of work on for yourself, too. So anger rules. I hope that this is a useful concept for you. It's a really, really simple one, but one that can make a huge, huge difference and opens up some really interesting discussions with our child about anger. It is okay to be angry. Anger is a perfectly valid emotion, but we just need to be careful what we do when we're angry. Until next time, over and out. Mm -hmm.